Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by Logan Cantrell and his father, Jesse Cantrell, both friends of the podcast for many years now, really enjoyed getting to chat with Logan on air for the first time. Really appreciate both of them coming on. If you're a fan of the Kelly Patrick Show, I ask that you please send some referrals the way my sponsors. The title sponsor of the show is Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. They have a great MMA program, but also, even if you aren't planning on fighting in the cage, they have a great jiu-jitsu program for adults, female-friendly classes, and a great kids program also. Check out Louisville Combat Academy. Heidi Solars Coots. Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, specializing in treating anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction with a mindful and holistic approach. Heidi is actually my mother, and I can attest she is a saint. Call her at 502-457-1823. Virtual and telephonic appointments are available anywhere in the United States. Veercast Digital Media. Veercast Digital Media at veercast.com. Matt McCarthy runs Veercast, and he is also the producer for The Kelly Patrick Show. They do video production, aerial drone photography, web design, and podcast production. Contact them at info at veercast.com to start your own video show or podcast. Also, my health insurance practice, Benefits Analysis Corporation. Based in Troy, Ohio, I work from my Louisville, Kentucky office. I can help anyone in the United States with their health insurance needs. I'm an independent broker for health insurance solutions for individuals, families, Medicare-eligible individuals, and also groups. I can also write life insurance, and long-term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502-386-0978. Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by Logan and Jesse Cantrell. Guys, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, Kelly. First off, uh, thank you for having me on your show. I appreciate that. I, I, I was I was telling you guys off air before we started recording that Logan, I've met you in person, you know, briefly a couple times at events. We've talked just a little bit, but I was thinking for today's episode, being that you are an up and coming, you know, high school athlete, uh, competitor in the in the uh, submission grappling world, that we could kind of get to know you a little bit. So I, I appreciate you coming on also. Thank you. Um, so I, I, that's exactly what I was wanting to do today, if it's all right. And, and Jesse, of course, um, you know, if, if anything comes up, you want to chime in, feel free. Um, so Logan, uh, if you, if I could just do a quick rundown, how old are you? I'm 17. Okay. What, what, what school do you go to? I go to, uh, Madison Central. Okay. And so does that make you a senior or junior? I'm a junior this year. Okay. And have you wrestled all three years there at Madison Central? Uh, I have. I've wrestled since freshman to junior. Okay. And did you wrestle prior to your freshman year in high school? I wrestled uh, when I was in eighth grade, but only had two tournaments, so I didn't really count it. Okay. Okay. Very cool. So you... um. 
what I was saying is we would like to get to know a little bit about you before we jump into specifically your grappling and all that. If we could uh, uh, touch on real quick before you started uh, wrestling in eighth grade, did you play any sports? Do you remember having a favorite sport? How did that process go? I'm always interested in that. Uh, I had a little interest in like basketball, but never really played basketball. My main focus was just doing uh, martial arts. I liked fighting because I grew up around fighters. So I always loved watching UFC. And my thought in my head was I wanted to be one. So ever since my dad put me into elite, when I started, I grew up under Harry Hunsucker as one of my teachers to where once I got to my second degree black belt in Taekwondo, I transitioned to AFS since planet jiu-jitsu to get a better experience and better uh, get better at my jiu-jitsu and just my MMA background. That makes perfect sense. Um, what age did you start training with Harry Hunsucker? Uh, since I was five. Awesome. Very cool. Okay, so you've, you've truly been around this world um, for, you know, since a, a very young age. That's a pretty cool. That's You're on a, a short list of people that I, kids that I get to meet who've started that young, at least in some combat sport, if that makes sense. And then not only that, but you seem to truly be taking to each aspect of, let's say, you know, a mixed martial arts fighter. So I, I certainly appreciate your story there. Logan, so you, at, at what age did you reach your rank under Harry Hunsucker with, uh, um, with the, the Taekwondo to where you just, you ended up moving to AFS for the grappling and the MMA? Well, I was a secondary degree black belt in Taekwondo under Will Snyder, but I worked with Harry Hunsucker as my instructor. Okay. And what age was that when you reached that level? Uh, 14. 14. Okay. Okay. All right. And once you uh, started to go to uh, some jujitsu classes and uh, throw yourself into the world of uh, uh, MMA training at AFS 10th Planet Richmond, how did that process go? What were your impressions of the gym at the beginning? And, and what can you tell me about that, Jim? They're very good, and they're very kind and welcoming to new people. And just the way they opened up and just show me that I have a place there meant a lot to be able to feel comfortable with the people there so I can just work and get better. Okay. I the people that helps has helped me a lot has been Sifu, uh, other known as uh, Scott Elliott and his wife Gina, Gina Elliott and Adam Fritz. Adam Fritz, does he wear like a mullet sometimes or does he does he sometimes have kind of funny looking hair? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Is is that right? He he doesn't have the mullet as much anymore, or he does? He still has it. Okay. Okay. Has he had the mullet 
Jesse, I'll ask you, has Adam Fritz had the mullet the whole time you've known him? Uh, I believe he has. Yeah. Yeah. He's had it. Uh, I, I actually used to see Adam on campus when I was in college and he had the mullet then and he's still got it now. It's still, still going strong. One of the first MMA events I attended was in, I believe, maybe September or November of 2013, Bluegrass Brawl in Lexington. And Adam Fritz was, you know, fought on that card. So I, I got to see him with his fancy pants and his, um, his mullet. So he, he had a, a, a part of the image of my introduction to the sport. So he's certainly been around for a long time. I've never really known of anyone to have any serious bad words about Adam Fritz. He seems like he's probably a real good instructor and training partner, I assume. He's a fantastic guy. He's a great instructor. Uh, happy to report the mullet's in place. His his pants are still fancy. Uh, he's he's just a great guy, man. He's uh, Logan takes a lot of private lessons with him, works with him a lot, and he's, uh, he's really progressed his jiu-jitsu quite a bit. Logan, how cool do you think it is that your dad, at a relatively late age in his life, ended up becoming a 2-0 amateur MMA fighter? That's pretty cool, isn't it? I find that very cool that my dad can, has the hands and feet to knock someone out at any time and given moment. <laughs> and also, right? I mean, that is pretty, uh, it's been a pretty neat and fulfilling hobby for you i assume jesse uh it's been fun man uh you know it's like you said i'm 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 a really old guy to be doing mma and i don't know that i'll ever do it again but you know it was fun while it lasted and you know i really enjoyed it and i'm glad that my son could follow you know kind of in, in that world at an earlier age and you know you know just reap the benefits of being a martial artist so Man, it's been nothing but a positive journey. Martial arts has really just made a huge positive impact on my family's life. So, There's a book, and I think it's called The Toughest Man to Ever Live. Uh, it's about Conte Comde or Mitsuyo Maeda. He's the guy who taught uh, jiu-jitsu to the Gracies in Brazil. So a Japanese guy went all across the world. And if I'm remembering correctly, I may be mixing it up with another book, but I believe in that book, he was just the baddest ass on planet Earth. He went all across the world fighting. He was only five foot four, fighting the biggest, uh, uh, toughest people he could find, and he beat everybody, okay? But what planted the seed for him was when he was a kid, his dad was a, a, uh, a much lower level, but an amateur fighter. And so that he grew up always around that from day one and so that he then you know was able to pass and, and go so that's a i think it's called the toughest man to ever live i know that's a random thought but uh, kind of neat book logan t s hmm give me a summary of your dad's two mma fights if you could please well he had a gunfire with the first one where they both ran at each other and he grappled and then and got the uh, TKO, then head kicked the second one and knocked him out. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty cool uh, two fights to have on the on the the tapology there. Really, I mean, what, what's your age, Jesse? I'm 42 now. 
I, I think I was 40 in my fight against Sharon and maybe 30, 37 or 38 and when I fought uh, Ricky Muse. Yeah. Okay. So, Logan, could you give me a summary of your high school wrestling career thus far? If you were the hype man for Logan Cantrell, how could you sell me on what you have done as a wrestler in high school? Uh, probably one of the most fastest learner to go by. Went from couldn't catch a win to starting to pin everyone, just starting to pick up faster, setting a pace, and beating a lot of really good top-level wrestlers. I have a, I have some, I can probably support that because I, I am his consistent hot man, right? Uh, in eighth grade, like he said, he only had two matches, and he lost both of those. In ninth grade, he lost over 50% of his matches. He trained about twice a day, somewhere in the neighborhood of six times a week. He went to multiple wrestling camps, tons of private lessons with uh, Zach Cowan, Brandon Reed, you know, some of the best wrestlers that, that our state, you know, has produced. And uh, he came back his sophomore year, and I believe it was, and, and don't quote me, I may be off a number here, but I think he went 29-4 and four or 29-5 and five his sophomore year. So we're excited for his junior year. I was actually uh twenty six and five. Oh, okay, twenty six and five. So, wow, that that it's a pretty good record for the year, right? Yes, sir. I yeah, am. He broke the. Uh, sorry, Kelly. Nope, you go. He broke he, the. He broke what? Yeah. He broke the top ten uh, at his weight class. Uh, his sophomore year, he beat he beat a. We went to the Bearcat Brawl, I believe it was, and uh, uh, a young man, fantastic wrestler, I don't remember his name, uh, out of Boyle County, he was in the number 10 spot, and I don't think Logan was even ranked in the top 25 yet, and Logan ended up uh, beating him to break into the top 10. Wow, okay. Okay, uh, both of you. Provide me the highlight reels or the, the hype man version of Logan Cantrell, the competitive submission grappler. Uh, I hope you're doing your cardio. I hope you're working out because Logan probably trains somewhere in the neighborhood of four to five hours a day, depending on the day. Um, you know, he wrestles every day. He does jujitsu very consistently almost every day. Um, he's... I think he's been beat once in the gi, and he got beat once by a blue belt whenever he was competing up. So uh, he's he's pretty tough to beat uh, outside of gi, and uh, you know he's he's just got he's just got some of the best uh, grappling coaches around. I mean he's he's tenacious. I mean he doesn't his cardio's good. He's tough, so you know bad positions. He, he perseveres through them, and he's getting pretty daggone. I mean, he's a white belt, so, you know, we'll, we'll take it all with a grain of salt, but he's getting pretty daggone technical to be a white belt. He's a pretty tough pretty tough guy when it comes to, to grappling. And, Logan, you have an upcoming event? Uh, yes, sir, I do. It's Good Fight Submission Only Worlds, December 9th. Okay, and where where is that? 
Pennsylvania. Okay. Interesting. What are your? So he qual. Oh, you you go. Sorry about that. He qualified for that at the uh, at the uh, Kentucky Open, Good Fight Kentucky Open, down in London, Kentucky, a few weeks back. And uh, Logan swept the field in the gi and in no gi down there. Didn't didn't take a loss. Very cool, Logan. I know this is you're in the middle of your. You're literally right in the middle of your high school wrestling career, right? Yes, sir. Um, so this is a little premature of a question, possibly, but what are your plans long-term? Um, do you plan ever on, you know, stepping foot inside the MMA cage? Uh, yes, sir. I actually want to fight in a cage, either in... Kickboxing, MMA, something. I just want to have a fight of my own once one day. Okay. So I think we've discussed, and obviously nothing's in concrete, and we would have to talk to uh, to Scott because you know we. I've seen a lot of dads in this sport uh, push their children, and maybe unintentionally push them into things that, that they might not be ready to handle. So I'm, I try to, I try to build like a checks and balances in and, and run everything from let Scott make those decisions. But I know after wrestling season, Logan's expressed an interest to maybe get a kickboxing bout in, in Indiana. And then uh, he turns 18 next September. So maybe just squeeze in a, uh, squeeze in a MMA bout, um, you know, sometime before next wrestling season. Wow. Very cool. Okay. And Logan, who is your favorite all-time MMA fighter? Uh, I got two. Is that okay? I'll allow it. <laughs> my all-time favorite is, of course, my dad. Then my second right now is Harry Hunsucker. Okay. Okay. Good answers. Christmas is coming up, so Logan's like he he's making sure the wheels are greased at home. You know, he's yeah, yeah make sure Christmas. Good good answer there in a lot of different ways, Logan. Who is the best MMA fighter ever? Can't be can't be Jesse or Harry. No, no, it, we're not. <laughs> Landon Lowdown Afton. <laughs> Who's that? Landon, Lowdown Crafton, he's one of my uh, teammates right now who I've grown up with, and he's just really helped me with my technique, making sure when I like, strike, he's making sure I do the right pivots, just making sure I do all the right things and getting me ready. <laughs> he's giving his teammate a shot. Who's your favorite UFC fighter? Well, no, that's okay, actually. Uh, tell, tell, me who else helps you, <laughs> tell me who else helps you with your technique at the gym. Uh, the entire team just like uh Jack, Natalie Wells, uh Ruben, Alex, just the entire AFS team, all one big family helping each other. You you mentioned that you might want to compete in kickboxing at some point. How often do you kick? 
do you kickbox right now? Uh, every Wednesday and Monday. He trains twice a week That's in kickboxing, and he's he's been he's been consistently striking. I mean, obviously, he started out in taekwondo, and that's a different thing than kickboxing. But but there's some benefits. Uh, like, there's there's definitely some benefits to uh, starting out with some of those kicks and stuff, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. It, you know, taekwondo really it it builds some some weird angles and things like that, and uh, it's not it's not a complete fighting system. But you know, that's why you know we transitioned to to Muay Thai because that's more of the uh, accepted uh, striking system. And uh, Scott has a very very deep well of knowledge when it comes to that. And uh, you know, we've been at AFS for I guess pushing maybe two years now. And Logan's striking is is his striking is very good. Sometimes I, I don't know if he's a better striker or a better grappler. Just to be honest, because he's pretty good at both. Are you orth? Do you have an orthodox stance? Are you right? Yes. Are you right yes. handed? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm not right handed. I'm actually left handed, but I keep my left hand in front. Okay. Um, is that because you, you, you shoot on your left knee mostly? Uh, yes, sir. Okay. Well, right. I think that originally, originally, I think that started with, uh, Taekwondo because they keep their dominant leg forward in Taekwondo whenever they fight, uh, faster, stronger. So they keep their, you know, like for point karate and whatnot, they keep that dominant leg forward. So a lot of those guys, uh, they're, they fight southpaw even though they're uh, orthodox. I guess they're right-handed. They fight southpaw, and Logan was a southpaw, and he fought right-handed. So kind of started like that, and then it just evolved where that's where he shoots from, I think. so. Logan, do you have a favorite um, takedown? My last double is my favorite takedown right now. And. In- does that work? So tell me, does that work competing in high school wrestling? Does it work in competing in jujitsu? Does it work in sparring MMA or, or any of the above, all of the above? All of the above. That's all I ever hit. Okay. Different ways to set that up? Uh, 100%. There's just different ways of getting your opponent moved either by grabbing their hands, head, pushing them, just so they'll come right back at you. Okay. And who, who taught you that blast double? Um, The one that I currently use right now is Scott Elliott's uh, version because it gets me out to the side so that they don't put me in guard. But my original... Last double came from uh, a guy named Joey Stewart, a wrestling coach at my school. Okay, very cool, Logan. What are you? Are you active on social media? If so, uh, what can you tell us? If someone's listening, how could they follow you? His Instagram is Logan the Wolverine two zero zero six. That's his athlete page. Okay. Um, is there anything else you would like to, to mention today, Logan or, or Jesse, either of you? 
yeah, we got to we got to give some shout outs real quick, Kelly, because uh, we have sponsors and they've been kind enough to to fund Logan's journey to Worlds. So we got to shout out the massagery uh, here in Richmond. Uh, here tomorrow, uh, down in Florida, it's a uh, it's a suicide awareness organization. Madison Anesthesia, Stillwater Tattoo, Winks Bar, the Real Estate Company, Green and Grow, and In Range Archery. And then, uh, you know, obviously, uh, Harry Hunsucker, he, he helped, uh, you know, he threw some money Logan's way. Like, you know, it's his nephew, so I figured that'd probably help. But uh, the Burgeon family and the Nardelli family, all Logan's uncles, who, who you got to shout out? Anybody? Uh, Kyra? I love to give a shout out to my uh, girlfriend, Kyra Fisk. Then a shout out to... Uh, Gina, Scott, Sifu, and Landon, and all my uh, AFS teammates. I love it. Great stuff, guys. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Best of luck with your upcoming wrestling season, Logan, and also, of course, in your upcoming you know grappling event. Best of luck to you, and we look forward to continuing to follow your journey. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly.